Hey everybody, you got Keith here. I promised you, Adam Big Hill was joining us, and today he joins us live in the lab. Adam Big Hill, thanks for joining me. Happy to be here. Awesome. Who's Adam Big Hill? It's a pretty good question. It's a lot to unpack there. First and foremost, I'm a father, I'm a husband. I've been known to play a little bit of football. Also, in the business world as a financial advisor, you know, focusing on wealth management and financial planning. And that's the bird's eye view, if you will. It's interesting when I ask guests, you know, who they are, it's typically, I'm this, but yet when you and I spoke pre-show and I said to you, Adam, you really are the ultimate business athlete, because Adam not only plays professional football, but he also has a full-time business job, which in many ways is like the old school gridiron Canadian football league guys who, were they a football player or were they a business guy? Yeah, since coming into the CFL, I've seen veterans in this league that when I was young, guys were starting their own businesses, working outside of football. And you realize that playing in the CFL, you're going to be working after retirement, no, no doubt about it. It's not like the NFL where you might be able to retire. But it's one of those things where I knew that I was going to have to have a career post-football. And I had a pre-med degree in college, and I was looking at maybe orthopedics. Coming out of college, if football didn't work, and as football took off, I didn't really see myself going back to med school, starting a family and stuff. There was another area I was uh, passionate about, which was the investment world. I met some really great mentors in in Vancouver on the West Coast that really showed me a lot of things and that I had a passion for, and now that I use those to to help people. Adam, talk about the power of a mentorship. Would it be fair for me to say that Meeting those mentors changed your mind about going from orthopedics to financial business? Yeah, honestly, I think um, having a mentor is super, super critical. Mm-hmm. I never had a professional athlete come to my school when I was a kid and talk to me. I work from a really small school, like a uh, 3,500-person town I'm from in southwest Washington. And, but they, everyone has important people there in their lives. And, and growing up, I've had my fair share. And one, a couple were in college and led me into the, to the pre-med world and then... As I became a professional football player, obviously we're looking at, do I want to go back to med school? And, and I happened to meet some individuals in, in Vancouver that were became great mentors on the investment side and the wealth management side and definitely transformed my path. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that says a lot because mentors can really help change the path of anybody. That leadership and that taking the time to work with somebody to help them understand options and what it's like and how to do something and give them a path of here's what to expect and here's what's next are you going to take with it take it and run with it or are you going to decide it's not for you those are all options right but the mentor is uh, an important start the you mentioned next and it's a theme that we speak about here in the lab often is which this idea of finding your next right athletes like yourself wondering what's going to be next post-pro career, our business leaders wondering what's next as they're chasing their professional working career. You seem to have been chasing next your whole life. <laughs> yeah, we haven't known each other very long, but you've got a pretty good sense of me already. Um, yeah, I've had goals from early on. I said I wanted to play professional football when I was seven. You knew that, did yeah, you? I knew that, yeah. Yeah, I, I sp- yeah, it's it's recorded. My uncle has a recording and everything. I had Robert Esme in here, a, a Canadian gold medalist in Atlanta '96, and I asked him the same question: Did you know he was going? Did Did you know you were going to be an Olympian, Adam? And he says to me, "Oh no, Keith, I knew I was going to be a gold medalist." 
it's well, just, there you go. it's that vision, right? <clears throat> you knew. Yeah, it was my goal. It was my dream. It's what I wanted to achieve. And, and growing up, it was in the forefront of my mind. Uh, making every decision I was making and, and growing up in high school was around the aspect of I need to achieve my dream of being a professional football player. And with that being the f- primary focus, there's a lot of things needs to happen. You just don't say it and all of a sudden wake up and you're doing it, right? You have to be able to live out that dream daily with mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. It takes action. You mm-hmm. can't just wish it's going to come and wait f- to find you and mm-hmm. take you there. Mm-hmm. You got to take yourself there, and there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of sacrifice. And so for me, you said, what's next? It's always been about achieving my goals that are going to help me take me to the next step and better myself for the reason, whatever goal it is. I think goals are super important. They've been super important for me to help create that roadmap. Set your goal, work backwards and all the steps it's going to take to get there and create all the goals that are going to take you down that road and allow you to be successful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you can't run from that. I mean, that it's a path. I mean, and, and the path doesn't always stay straight. It winds a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you got to be honest with yourself. Are you willing to be able to put in all that hard work that's mm-hmm. going to be on that journey. And I think that's when you have that real honest conversation, it's actually pretty motivating for a lot of people because you start to actually feel and grasp and internalize what it really is going to take and you know what the opportunity is really in front of you. The hard work. I read a piece today, Adam, just doing some reading uh, on social media marketing and so forth. And... <clears throat> This gentleman is talking to a friend of his, and the conversation goes like this. Geez, how are you getting such reach with your posts? And the one fellow says, oh, how much content are you putting out a week? He goes, oh, about 250 pieces a week. How much are you putting out? Oh, one a day. So think about that, 250 social posts per week. So I'm, I'm breaking that down something very tact, tactfully because we've all played with social media. The work that goes into creating... 200 and so that's what so so those that are watching and wondering what it takes to create a social business or to be a pro athlete that idea of work like most people aren't doing 250 per week most people aren't putting the work in it takes to become pro athlete they're just not doing it yeah a lot of people would say they're working really hard but maybe in comparison or respect they don't really know what really hard work is because maybe they've never really been shown comparative to some of their colleagues or peers or what have you everyone has a kind of their own subjectivity around what is hard work and that's a fair comment yeah i certainly would not want to come across as oh you're not working hard enough no that's a very fair point because i know that our listeners and the people that are part of this all work really hard I, i guess the point i'm making is that you don't know who's working harder next to you. Sure, sure. So if yeah, you want to make the pro leagues, there's another guy who might be working. If you're getting up at 5 a.m., he might be getting up at 4.55 a.m. Yeah, you're so a couple of great points, right? I think, one, you bring up the idea of work. Not all work is the same, and I would say yes. quality work is very important. It's going to get you your journey that much faster anywhere you are in life. And then second, there's always someone, big, someone bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, I've heard that said a lot, and my entire life, that's really what motivated me was if I wanted to be all-conference or all-state in high school, I needed to outwork every single person in my conference, in my state, to feel like I really deserved that opportunity. And that's what I put my mindset on, outwork everybody, 
So I have the opportunity to earn this kind of accolade. As, that was part of some of my goal setting. And I've been doing that my whole life, is setting goals and sacrificing and working extremely hard and, and trying to find that person who's bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, more capable than me. And to be honest, I haven't found many of those people in my life. I'm pretty proud to say that, to be honest. Um, and I know I'm playing here in the CFL, and I had an NFL opportunity, and I've been down there, and there are some really amazing players in the NFL. And it's a whole different conversation around the business of sports yes. and opportunity and timing. And I'll say this, my, my film down there speaks for itself and my ability to play in that league. And I think that I could have been a pro bowler in that league. I'm very confident of that. But opportunity and timing were not in my favor. And that's not something you can always control, but to a point that been chasing to find those people that are willing to work harder than me and and really set themselves apart from me my whole life yeah it's no coincidence that goal and gratitude both start with g (laughs) you strike me as somebody who's very grateful for the opportunity you've had playing in the cfl for as long as you've had and perhaps yes the nfl was a dream and yes the nfl was part of your journey you strike me as somebody who doesn't look back upon it with malice or regret or it's you accept it for what it is yeah my goal is to play professional football and i'm doing that and i didn't say nfl i didn't say cfl i said professional football getting paid to do what i love yes i'm doing that and so when i came back from the nfl to the cfl there was no anywhere in my heart that was just that pain to do like i i actually decided to come back to the cfl and turn down several nfl opportunities because i just wanted to come back to stability in the CFL with the opportunity I knew was guaranteed there. And I could support my family. I just had my, my, my daughter, my second child was just born. And just didn't feel like chasing around the NFL dream, even though it could have paid off. I decided to come back to the CFL, and I would do the same thing looking back and doing it again today. Obviously, very grateful for the opportunities I have right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 